Hey guys, welcome to The Creative Entrepreneur. Today we have a great guest. We're going to be talking about videography and how to build a videography business. And you don't want to miss this episode, so stay tuned. Coming to you from San Antonio, Texas. Welcome to The Creative Entrepreneur, a podcast created to help entrepreneurs build their business. Branding, marketing, analytics, positioning, and lead generation. Plus, interviews with other business owners to learn from their successes and failures. Now, here is your host, Abel Garza. Welcome back to The Creative Entrepreneur, and I have Rogelio from Raji Productions. He is a director, screenwriter, and producer of Raji Productions. How are you doing today? Great, great. I'm doing wonderful today. Awesome. <laughs> I'm really glad to have you on the show today. It's a really exciting opportunity for us to discuss some of the the inside look as to how a videographer works, some of the lead generation, how you market your business, how you're getting more out of your business being a videographer. I know it's a really challenging field. It's very expensive. And people out there are looking to go into the business and some aspiring videographers want to know how is it that you're generating leads and how you're generating income and how you've come throughout the trajectory of your career to be so successful in what you do. So just real quick, some aha moment in your life that made you say, hey, you know what? I want to be a videographer. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. When did that start? Sure. Um, So basically, when uh, I was a young kid, I would watch movies all the time, as most of us would. And I was a big fan of watching the behind the scenes. I didn't quite know what I wanted to do with my life at that point until one day I saw, you know, a director in action running around and screaming, action, you know, and I felt this fiery flame and realized this was something that I wanted to do or at least try to pursue. Excellent. I mean, a lot of people out there, you know, you go to Austin, San Antonio, all these major metropolitan cities, and you see people with video cameras trying to gather content and get creative, be discovered. A lot of times these videographers, they do it for free, almost for nothing, you know, just to get their name out there. How do you work with that in your career? Because, you know, there's so many out there, there's so many people wanting to make a name for themselves. How is it that you're able to make money when there's so many people out there just willing to do it for free? I think one of the biggest factors at this point in my career that really allows me to be able to charge for my services is the fact that I'm using good quality brands and equipment, for one. And number two is just the the level of experience that I have filming, which involves composition, lighting, exposure, focus, all of those things that are generated throughout years of experience in the industry. And as a starting videographer, those are a lot of things that you're going to miss. You know, composition is one of the biggest things, and it takes a long time to understand how you want to frame your shots, where you want to frame your shots, or what direction you're trying to tell your story through just composition. And I think that's something that really separates you from other people is the fact that you can um, that you can solidify your craft to where people will be willing to pay uh, a good amount of money for it. That's one of the benefits of having the experience that you have. You are able to take your videography to another level outside of what other videographers may even just a nascent photographer or somebody who's just starting out may not be able to provide. Uh, so there's one thing that uh, that I want to ask you, and that's the niche market that you're in right now. What is it that you actually honed in on? There's just so many out there. What, what is your niche market right now? Uh, one of the biggest niche markets that we have uh, has been live streaming. We have been able to use our high quality production cameras 
and implement it into the live streaming world uh, where we're using our high quality sound or high quality, you know, uh, sensors with our cameras. And this gives you a very high professional looking type of live stream on Facebook or it could be on YouTube. And a lot of our clients like and love that quality. So that has been able to help us um, stand out for a lot, from a lot of other competitors, uh, but also just corporate and storytelling. I think we do a lot of um, corporate and commercial videos and the way you storytell and how you storytell those videos really makes you also stand out from just general commercial work where people, you know, stick a, a talking head with music and are you doing a video or are you telling a story? Uh, that's helped us stand out in the commercial world and corporate world and then live streaming just the quality of the caliber of equipment we're using. So this this market of streaming, I'm always curious to know, is it live or is it? are you able to edit it? So it is completely 100% live. Whenever we, we go live on Facebook or YouTube, uh, everything is happening as it goes. There is about a 15-second delay just because of the nature of the, the way the internet works. But it is 100% live. Any mistake we make on our end will be shown on live um on the live Facebook. So if I, if I cuss while you're streaming, you have 30 seconds to delete it or 30 seconds. to <laughs> <laughs> not, even, not even that, because if you cuss on Facebook, it's already been sent to Facebook and it takes them about 15 seconds to receive well, it. It takes a while for Facebook to catch up to everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you're located here in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you say? Uh, how, how would you say that the market here in San Antonio is going? Do you say it's, it's an upward trajectory or would you say that uh, it's stagnant or is it up and coming? I know that there's a lot of businesses, especially startups. And uh, I've been downtown and talked to a lot of new startup companies. Are you working with startups also? And uh, aside from that, what, what would you say is the, the uh, trajectory of the business world here in San Antonio? San Antonio is definitely a very interesting, is in an interesting direction as far as film production and video production goes. Uh, we do have a lot of conferences that occur here in San Antonio, and we do have constant people reaching out to us because they want conference videography or um, they want testimonials done. So that definitely helps us uh, tackle that market. But as far as film production goes, it's it's been growing it has been a little slower than other major cities in Texas, but little by little, we have been compromising better. There's a lot of active filmmakers in a big film community in San Antonio that has helped and has each other's backs. Um, and that has helped to be able to bring in more of the storytelling aspect into San Antonio. I know Austin is huge in film production, but I think if we all stick together as filmmakers in San Antonio, we can get to the caliber. And also just kind of uh, uh, being, it also narrows down to the, the current laws in Texas as far as incentives for the film production. I think that's one of the things that's holding Texas back in general is how many incentives does Texas give out-of-state uh, out production companies to film in Texas. Um, it was growing for a while, but then it did take a different direction after some laws were passed. So some production, film production companies have been taking their work to New Mexico mm -hmm. or to Atlanta. So if we can get involved and figure out how we can make this better, it will grow the film industry in San Antonio. Yeah, so deregulating all these things that are bottlenecking the, the industry. Exactly. We have a, a tons of people that are creatives and excited and professional, know how to handle you know cinema hollywood quality gear and seeing uh, being on sets but i think the only thing that's holding us back is definitely some of the texas laws that um that have been like you said bottlenecking uh the our ability to grow as filming as a filmmaking community and as far as startups go in san antonio area it is uh, a growing thing however i do see that a lot of more startups from austin have actually reached out to us 
uh, for video production needs, but it is growing. It is startups, as as the name says it, they are starting up, so do expect to have potentially lower budgets than regular commercial work. But it's a perfect way to get grounded and established if you're looking to start your your career as a filmmaker. Yeah, and especially if the company is successful and they want they want you to grow. Normally, what I tell startups is if I'm going to work with you, I grow with you. So as you grow, I grow because you know sometimes people will expect that you're going to do it for the same price but as they grow you should be growing with them and they should be they should understand as they grow you grow with them you know what i mean exactly and it's always about learning how to pick your battles uh but the biggest thing whenever you want to start as a filmmaker or as a videographer is understanding that you need to start with a portfolio if you do not have a portfolio you can't show the people your capabilities or what you can or can't do so my biggest advice is with startup companies if you can get uh, if they have limited budgets or resources is use it as an advantage to be able to grow your portfolio on the type of of video projects you want to embrace oh yeah definitely i mean as as you start as a videographer i can definitely see people saying well what what other work have you done i i think more so as a videographer than a photographer. I mean, you can get a photographer on the phone and just be like, okay, what's the price? And they, they'll go with the price because it's not, the quality may not be as important, but for videography, almost every time, it almost has to be the, the type of quality that, that's going to evoke that kind of emotion for their company or for their, whatever it is that you're shooting, you know? And so I can definitely see it on the videography side. How do you generate business? The biggest way we started generating leads was on our web services through SEO. I had, I hired a, an SEO specialist back when I started my website. So that landed us on the first page of Google. And typically, the first page of Google was where you want to be for video production services in San Antonio. Uh, a lot of uh, out-of-state people have reached out to us because of that. And then we have also grown through word of mouth through local companies. And they've helped spread our services and our quality. Yeah. So, I mean, out of state companies like marketing companies and other businesses, they reach out to you because of that, huh? Yes. And we have been lucky enough to where those clients have liked our quality and they've also had us travel out of state for other types of projects. And I think that's the biggest compliment is when a out of state company hires you to go into another state because of the quality that you can deliver. That's amazing, man. I mean, being able to travel and get paid for it, that's 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 like the American dream right there, being able to travel and, and get paid for what you, you're passionate about. Definitely. And just last year alone, we were able to travel to California, New Jersey. We were in Colorado. We were all over the, the, the U.S. and all for work. And it's just an amazing way of experiencing life. Man, I'm excited. I'm almost I'm excited for you. <laughs> just to be able to go out there and, and do what you're, what you're passionate about. It's amazing. You've been able to get your website uh, to number one on Google through initially hiring uh, someone to do your SEO. So that was paramount in getting you on Google at the inception of your business. I can see that as, as being beneficial because Google for, for the longest time in their analytics, it's like the longevity of the, of the website, initial SEO in the beginning where somebody knows what they're doing and getting your website up and running uh, and knowing what to put in there is uh, is crucial because now as your website evolves and gets bigger you get that much more visibility so uh, one of the latest uh, trends that i've seen is that people just uh, create viral videos on facebook and or instagram and that has helped spread the, their quality and build their brand and 
I've, I've had friends who have seen my work and they go on and get big jobs and big places and they take me along with them and I've, ha I've had the opportunity to create projects for them. So people are always watching on social media with the good things you do or the bad things you do. So do keep that in mind. So you've been doing this for over 10 years. You've generated hundreds of thousands of dollars. When you started, was there anything that was holding you back or did you have something that was just like, you know what, uh, I got to get this right before I do it? Right. The beginning is never easy. Um, I think the biggest challenge that I've faced and I've, as I've talked to other videographers, the same challenge they face is the question about quality and gear. We always want to start with the, the most amazing cameras. We always want to go and shoot on a red or an Ari, but the only thing we have access to is our DSLR and we feel handicapped by it. Um, while it's, it's great to always strive for the best, I think we also have to ground ourselves and understand that we can't get somewhere without first starting with something that's lower end quality. And it all narrows down to storytelling when you have lower end gear. Um, that's how we started, or I started, and I believe that that's how anybody else can start, is just using basic equipment that's not that expensive. Uh, don't beat yourself up about the type of gear you're using. You know, use DIY if you can, as long as you have the ending goal to eventually upgrade to professional, high-quality gear. Um, but it was the biggest challenge I faced was knowing that I wasn't good enough or, or that it could be better if I was using better equipment. Um, but that comes in time the more you progress through your through your filmmaking journey. Absolutely. I mean, you know, a lot of people, that's their, that's their crutch. You know, they say, I need to have a red. I need to have something that's going to produce some amazing photography or some amazing videography. Uh, but, the, you know, it's a tool. It's just something else that it's, you're going to use. I've seen people use DSLRs and produce some amazing videography. And I've seen people use iPhones. Right, to, exactly. To produce some amazing videography. And even then, we I now have a red, uh, and I'm, I love my red, but I also, there's a lot of productions where I will use my Sony FS7 or a Canon camera just because of the specifics of the shoot. So um, it doesn't, like you said, it's not really too much of the camera. I mean, of course, it's going to have great tools, but you also have to understand that every job is going to be different based on gear. So, so the key is getting started. Exactly. The key is just get started, do what you you're passionate about and not let just the the gear or your knowledge for that matter hold you back just just get started start filming behind that camera and start creating definitely the key is to get started the key is to build your portfolio and the key is that the more you do it the longer you do it the better you're going to get at lighting the better you're going to get at sound the better you're going to get at storytelling the better you're going to get at editing there are many moving parts to video production and filmmaking and the more you do it, the better you get. And those are the people that stand stand out in the end and are able to make a living out of it. That's absolutely correct, man. I, I just recently started to delve a little bit into videography and understanding the the sequence of events, the, the, the way you tell the story is so much different than uh, photography. To me, in my opinion, photography is a lot easier because you have, you're, you're still telling a story but you're not doing it in so much of the perspective of the viewer, I guess you could say. You know, you, you're almost looking at it in videography as like, uh, almost like you're looking at it through your, your eyes. You know, you're looking at it how you perceive life, how you walk through a hallway and then you look over to the left, you see somebody and then you see them looking back at you. Now you're looking at it from their perspective, looking back at you. And so you can pick up on, 
their emotions and how they look at you and 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 then you can get a feel with how which direction you're going to take with that type of video and so in photography yes you can do that you you can create emotion and that is usually my number one goal it's to evoke emotion but in videography man there's so many components so many variables and you can manipulate those in such a way to create that type of emotion but yeah man i think that's what it is what do you what do you think how do you think the direction of of videography what what do you think it's going yeah, it, it definitely is a very interesting time, like you mentioned, based on all these different streaming services that are now out there, like um, you know, recently Disney Plus, now we got, I mean, we've had Amazon uh, Prime, and it's a great opportunity for filmmakers pursuing the filmmaking career because it's offering so many different more jobs, it's opening up so many different more studios, and, you know, just in Netflix alone, how many series are they working on right now that people you know, need crew members for reliable, uh, efficient crew members. And I think if you are an efficient person, reliable and know your craft, you're going to be set for success. If you find the right connections, uh, we are able to generate six figures and we continue to grow year by year. And our main source of income really comes from, um, all the video production services we offer. It is a big variety of things we do offer. We we go from the extent of live streaming to just general production. We do offer lighting packages for people who just need lighting. We do do just specialized drone work. We have two different types of drones. We have a cinema drone, and then we have a regular standard drone. And then we do corporate, commercial, events, galas, all kinds of video productions. That in itself has a lot of different directions that we can explore. And that brings enough revenue to be able to stay uh, growing as a video production. Have company. you have you uh, considered other streams of revenue, like affiliate programs or maybe a YouTube channel? We do always explore the idea of a YouTube channel. We do notice that video production YouTube has changed a lot, just because we have things now like TikTok. We have now things like you know Instagram Video, and we haven't since we do stay very busy with just general video production work. Uh, we haven't explored YouTube or anything like that too much, but it is something that we always keep in our in our sights, and we are looking to finish writing some films and actually start pitching them to investors and be able to grow in the film industry as well. That's a great idea. I mean, a lot of people don't understand how to do that, and that's one of the things that maybe people go to school for in videography just so that they can understand the financial part of it, the the back end of it, the producing, the directing, and also getting financed for it as well. And um, I, did is that something that you learned over the years or is that something that you went to school for? It's something that I learned over the years and a lot of it was also from having people uh, hiring me to be a director of photography for some of the potential projects they were trying to pitch to other people. Uh, so we have shot some potential um highlight videos or trailer videos to try to pitch uh, particular scripts to you know local vendors or local companies when you shoot a film investors can come from anything from bankers to business owners and people that can help fund your film and bring your vision to life really so there's no particular formula to who you want to invest to just people that know that you have a potential project that could win big money in film festivals yeah. And you've been doing this for over 10 years. You've generated hundreds of thousands of dollars and you've got a crap ton of equipment. <laughs> <laughs> now, bulky is the word that comes to mind when it, when I think of videography. You have a team, I'm assuming, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So 
how did you go about in, in creating your team? Like, did you, did you look specifically for uh, people that are into videography or did you just look for somebody who is just wanting a job? That's a very good question because the team that you work with is going to be ever evolving. It's always going to change. You're going to find passionate people. Uh, the key to me is finding people who will always be willing to work for the team. Uh, you will find that there's going to be a lot of people that are, you know, claim to be interested in film production, but a lot of them don't realize that it's a lot of hurrying up and wait, you know, r waking up early, setting up early and waiting for three hours for everything else to come around. Well, a lot of people, what they do is they work for the business because they're passionate about it, not because they just want to collect a paycheck. Mm -hmm. I would say that if you're just wanting to collect a paycheck, then you're not for me. If you're just wanting to go out there and, and just say, give me 15 bucks an hour and I'll do whatever it is you're telling me to do. If you treat it like it's your business, you're going to be successful and they're going to be successful. It almost brings them as, as, as a, in a way that they're part of this company. If you're just there as a, as a, for a paycheck and, and you don't want to contribute in a way that's going to benefit everybody, I think that, uh, that brings the, the value of, of the higher down. Mm -hmm. Would you say that? Yeah, and I think um, I, one of the biggest things about film production is it's very big on contract work. Um, you know, sound operators all have their contract work with other co companies. They don't necessarily work directly with them. Gaffers, they all work as the projects come. And But you do learn that there are going to be people you want to work with more than others just because of their, the way of working, their quality of work, their ethic. And that's something that I always recommend is um, when somebody comes over and asks me to recommend them a good sound operator, or a good gaffer, or a good uh, you know grip, AC, I have a list of people that I know will do an absolutely great job. And those are the people that I will recommend time and time again. And those are the people that I'll bring into my personal productions because we know that we can get the job done. So that's also one of the things you want to strive for, whether you want to be a sound operator, whether you want to be lighting, be the best you can be, be selfless and always be there to help because that's what's going to help you get your name spread around. I think one of the things that um, that is my, my biggest goal is the fact that I can do this without having a separate job. So this is my 100% full-time job. I get to embrace video production from day to day, even if it's 17 hours a day, even if it's 20 hours a day. Um, this is what I do. What I do is what I love. And even if it's film production, just re regular corporate work, whatever it may be, uh, it's what pays the bills. And that's the biggest accomplishment for me is that I don't have to worry about, you know, having a part-time job or anything like that. And if I can get there, I'm pretty sure everybody or anybody that sets their mind to this can do it as well. Absolutely. I mean, if you can do what you love and get paid for it, and if you can balance your personal life and your professional life, dude, I think you got it going on. And you know what? Looking at the quality that you're putting out right now is amazing. And it's just uh, awe-inspiring. So how can people get a hold of you? Right. So um, they can reach me through my website, which is rogypro.com. And that is R-O-G-Y-P-R-O.com. Or email me at roger at rogypro.com. Thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate your time. And you're an inspiration to me and our listeners. And I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Abel. It's great being here. Well, here you go, guys. Rogelio from Raji Productions. Remember, just get started. Uh, don't worry about the equipment that you have. Utilize the equipment that you have right now. Create something. Practice, practice, practice. And get out there and get creative. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe. It really helps us out. And until next Thursday, keep on keeping on.
Thank you for listening to The Creative Entrepreneur. Please click the show notes for additional information. Want to know more? Click on the subscribe button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by visiting us at tcepodcast.net.